Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Kentucky High School Sports Podcast. My name is Troy Howell, and I'm going to get you ready for football season. Um, We are going to look at the top position groups in the state for football. So we're going to start out with the offensive line, and I have the Pancake Platoon. Yes, Johnson Central Golden Eagles. They return, I believe it's four or five starters after the reclass from Lucas Wyatt, where he's coming back this year. They also feature Owen LeMaster, Jesse McCoy, and a host of others. Of course, they're led by Grant Bingham. He's a U.K. signee uh, or U.K. commit. He's number two in Rivals.com for Kentucky and number four in 247 Sports of all the players in Kentucky high school football. Um, They ranked second in the state last year in team rushing. They had 353 yards per game. Uh, they are the champions from two years ago and semifinalists from last year. Uh, they are second in the state in team rushing. The only team that um, was higher than them was Pike County Central. Pike County Central rushed for, I believe it was almost 400 yards a game. They had one game where they had a guy get 420-some yards and nine touchdowns, and they had another guy. So, okay, Matt Anderson had 409 yards and nine touchdowns, and Tavion Boykins had... 16 carries for 235 yards. So your second guy is getting 235 yards. They rushed for 797 yards that game. So just kind of, I just want to throw that out there for Pike County Central. But, uh, you know, Pike County Central only threw the ball like 20 times all year. So if they would have been a little more balanced than Johnson Central would have led the state in rushing. And that is a testament to that wonderful and talented offensive line. Um, Grant Bingham also a very good tennis player. Um, made it to the uh, state tournament there in doubles. Uh, So that shows how athletic he is. And then if you watch the uh, state championship two years ago, um, I believe the very first play of the game against Boyle County, he set the tone, went on the edge, and just trucked a guy. And it's just a guy that big can get out in space. And um, He's the leader, but, I mean, those guys are all very good. They've got other guys, too, very deep, very talented line. So I've got Johnson Central uh, as the top offensive line in the state. Maybe you'd have somebody else, you know, and that's fine. And feel free to share any sort of comments on who you think is better. But it would be hard to find a a, a better offensive lineman than um, Grant Bingham, and it would be hard to find a, a more complimented players around him than, than the other guys that I mentioned. Okay, so uh, let's move on here to the, um, uh, let's move on to the backfield, okay? So for the backfield, the top backfield in the state, uh, this is just quarterback and running back. And um, there's a lot of different options here. I mean, my goodness, I mean, think about the top quarterbacks in the state. You've got Gavin Wimsett. Uh, from Owensboro, um, you've got um, Caden Veltkamp from South Warren. You've got several others, uh, but one of the, uh, I mean, Cam Hergott is coming back. He was Mr. Football, so obviously wonderful quarterback there. He was one of the two Mr. Footballs, um, but I've got uh, Davis County because Davis County is returning uh, Joe Humphreys. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the state. And, um, you know, I mean, just imagine the quarterback talent in that county. You know, he's at Davis County, and Gavin Wimsett is at Owensboro. 
So, <laughs> you know, and they had a, a dynamic offense last year. They returned their all their skilled players, I believe. Um, they lose some linemen, but their their struggles were on defense. So they'll need to get a little better on defense this year. But as far as the offense, it was just unbelievable here. Uh, let me pull up some numbers here. Um, so their offense had uh, – uh, let me pull it up. It's kind of slow here. Okay. So their offense had – Humphreys was 123 of 229 for 21 21- – touchdowns and five interceptions he had 1577 yards and then their top running back is back and he had 156 carries for 1069 yards and 14 touchdowns uh and then Humphreys ran 64 times for 483 yards and seven touchdowns so you know what a combination there and then if you look at some of the results that they put up last year they also have several good receivers um but if you look at, like, so Bryson Parm, the running back, was only a sophomore last year. And then, um, of course, Humphreys was a junior. So they're back this year. And then look at some of these numbers. They they put up um, 34 points against Owensboro. They only lost 42 to 34 in that game. Owensboro ended up making the state finals. Um, they, they put up uh, 44 points in a loss to Henderson County. Uh, but Henderson scored 63, and then they played Henderson again in the playoffs, and they put up 42 and still lost. So just a, a, a very good offense there. And so you got Joe Humphreys. You know, he got several big-time offers. And then uh, Bryson Parm is, is very young. Um, he was number 22 in the state in yards per game, you know, last year uh, on the ground. So uh, I've got Davis County there um, as the top backfield in the state. All right, let's move on uh, to the top wide receiver unit in the state. Okay, the top wide receiver unit, I have Corbin. Uh, Travion Longmire is a UK commit. He's ranked number five in rivals, number three in 247, according to all of the players, you know, if you rank all the players in high school sports in the state of Kentucky. Dakota Patterson is ranked number one in 247 in the state of Kentucky in the class of 2023. So, um, you know, uh, Trevion Longmire, he also made the um, All-State postseason team uh, last year, the KSR All-State team, on the defensive side. So, I mean, he plays both sides of the ball. Um, but he's so good at wide, wide receiver as well that I did not want to leave them off this list. And I've got Corbin as the top wide receiving group in the state. So let me pull up their stats real quick because I believe they've returned their top four wideouts. Um, Corbin returned Seth Mills. He caught 69 passes for 628 yards and 11 touchdowns. They uh, they return. Let's see who else they return. Oh, he was their running back. So let's look at the uh, the wide receivers. Uh, but Mills, you know, that was his rushing. He was 69 for 628. But he also caught some out of the backfield, 11 catches, 177 yards, three touchdowns. But if you look at the other wide receivers, Brody Wills led them with 391 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, Patterson had uh, 286 yards on 31 catches, two touchdowns. And Longmire, 21 catches, 280 yards, and three touchdowns. And, of course, it was a shortened season last year. Due to COVID-19, they played a few less games than normal. But uh, I've got Corbin, and Corbin's going to be one of the top teams in the state in 4A 
you know, throw them in with Franklin County, Johnson Central, and Boyle County. And uh, who knows, maybe Central returns some as well, and uh, maybe some others, but Corbin's going to be right there in the mix, and they are going to be led by this quartet of guys who can catch passes, three of them being wide receivers and one of them out of the backfield. Um, there could be several others that could be on this list. I consider Frederick Douglass. Uh, they return, um, of course, just, I mean, Danky alone um, is so great. He's a four-star. Um, Cameron Dunn uh, is seasoned as well, very good, and uh, maybe some others as well, but I, I, they lost some other, you know, when you lose Crowdis and, and some other guys, of course, I don't know who all's returned. It's hard to know, keep a list of who's officially coming back for like a, a fifth senior year or something, but... Um, so, you know, consider Douglas, but they'll, they'll be on this list as I get later into this list here. So so we got Johnson Central for the O-line. We've got Davis County for the backfield. Corbin for the wide receiver unit. Now let's go to the defensive line. All right. So for the defensive line, I am sharing this between two different teams. Uh, the first team is Louisville Mail. Uh, the reason I have Louisville Mail is because Sella Brown is ranked – if that's how you say it, S-E-L-A-H, Brown is ranked number three in Rivals.com and number five in 247 Sports. Um, and then William Spencer is ranked in the class of, he's in the class of 2023. He's ranked number two in 247 Sports. So when you got two of the top defensive linemen in the state, then you are going to have one of the top defensive lines in the state. There's no doubt about it. You're going to be near the very top if you have those two guys. And they've returned some other guys as well on the defensive line. They've returned most of their whole team. So that's why I expect them to be the favorite in 6A. And Trinity loses most of their whole team. So I expect Mayo to um, – or they lose most of their starters. So I, I think Mayo will be the 6A favorite. But you also got teams like Frederick Douglass – I mean, excuse me, um, Brian Station. Douglass is still 5A. But you have teams like Brian Station there, too, out of election. But, you know, Mayo, I mean, Brown, he was on the KSR All-State team. He's very, very good, um, very highly regarded. Like, if you look at some of the numbers here, uh, he had 12 and a half tackles for loss, three sacks, 38 tackles. And then Spencer kind of played behind him, but I'm sure he's going to come into his own this year. He had two and a half tackles for loss, two sacks. So uh, Louisville Mail returned several other guys on the D-line. Those are the two that I wanted to highlight, uh, the two highest-profile guys. <laughs> and then um, I, I had to split this because I cannot leave out Bowling Green. That Bowling Green had a dominant defense, uh, one of the top defenses in the state last year. You, you look probably at Bowling Green. You look at Trinity and Mail as the top dominant defenses. Uh, Bowling Green won a state championship. They they almost shut out Owensboro. They really made Owensboro look not very good on offense because of their great defense. It all starts on the D-line, and these guys are all back. Jeremiah Lightfoot, Bridger Knee, Davis Moran, or Morin, and Bradley Gurley. Uh, all of them returned, so I expect good things out of Bowling Green. Let me pull up their, um, let me pull up their stats. I watched them in person last year. They only gave up 10 to South Warren. That was a loss early in the year. They came back and defeated South Warren, and then they, like I said, they almost shut out Owensboro. Um, so Lightfoot had six sacks, six tackles for loss, 
Uh, Lee had five sacks, 10 tackles for loss. So those are probably their leaders. Davis Moran, three tackles for loss, six sacks. So, I mean, their defense, unbelievable. Like, if you look at what they did last year, they got so many um, interceptions. I think they led the state, but a lot of that was because of the great pressure put on by the defensive line. Uh, look at some of their results from last year. They shut out St. X 14 nothing. Um, they their only rough game was against Trinity, but you know you can't blame them for that. Cause Trinity was on another level than everyone in the state. Um, they defeated Covington Catholic twenty nothing in a shutout there in the semifinals, and then Owensboro seventeen seven. So, uh, so I've got a split between Mel and Bowling Green. If you have a preference, then let me know. Or if you got someone else, then you need to make a pretty strong case to to say a team is, has a better defensive line unit than these. But feel free. Um, and then who who do you have? Who should who should we go with, Mel or Bowling Green? I'm going to give it to both because it was so close. Uh, for the linebackers. Um, now, I could have had uh, Mayo on every unit here. I could have had on the defensive line, the linebackers, and the DBs because they've got Elijah Manning. He's a he's a really solid linebacker. They've got Jeremiah Collins, a really solid DB. But I actually went with um, them as just honorable mention for linebackers and DBs. I've got um, Douglas as the top linebacking unit in the state, Frederick Douglas Davis Joyner. He's ranked number 10 in Rivals.com, number 19 in 247 Sports, and Caden Johnson is ranked number 20 in 247 Sports. So let me pull up their stats here for Frederick Douglass. Um, they made a good run last year. Um, this year their strength may actually be their defense. They've got so many pieces coming back on defense here. Uh, Davis Joyner, he had five tackles for loss, three sacks, 36 total tackles, and um, Caden Johnson had 33 tackles, four tackles for loss, and one sack. Um, and then uh, Caden Johnson also had two interceptions, as did Davis Joyner. Um, and they've got so many other pieces. Those were the two that I wanted to highlight because they are both ranked um, by 247 Sports. So they're both kind of high profile. And then um, when it comes to the defensive backs, I'm going to also go with Frederick Douglass. Why? Well, they've got um, Ty Bryan. He's number eight in rivals. Um, he was on the KSR All-State uh, team last year. Uh, they've got uh, TJ Horton, who has offers from UK, and Isaiah Kinney, who also has an offer from UK. At least I believe they do. I believe I saw that on each of their Twitter profiles there. So uh, if you, we look up some stats there, Ty Bryant led the team in tackles with 47. Um, Isaiah Kinney, he had 45. And um, TJ Horton had 31. And if you look at interceptions, there were three for Isaiah Kinney with one going back for a touchdown. Bryant also had one, as did Horton. Uh, and then if you just look at their overall defense last year, um, it was a very good unit. They, um, I mean, LCA was probably a top 10 team in the state last year, and uh, Frederick Douglass knocked them off 40-6, to six, and that was mostly because of the defense and the turnovers that were forced, and it was just a great defensive game. Um, they, they lost the heartbreaker because of a missed extra point to Owensboro in the semifinals. Otherwise, they would have been back in the finals for the second straight year, but they came up one point short. Um, so 
Yeah, I've got Frederick Douglass as the top linebacking unit and the top uh, DBs. Um, and then when it comes to special teams, uh, I have Boyle County because Jackson Smith is the kicker and punter for them. He is committed to the University of Kentucky, and he is very, very good. He was um, 54 of 58 on extra points. He was 4 of 6 on field goals. He um, hit the field goals, ended up winning the state championship um, because Franklin County was not able to match that. They went for it on fourth town and did not get it, so he bounced back from a um, kind of a, a rough um, championship the year before just with one missed kick there. I think it was a missed extra point, but he bounced back on the big stage at Kroger Field, and he made that field goal. Um, he's a great punter. I believe he punted twice in that state championship game and averaged like f- close to 45 yards of punt. Um, and then they've got Cole Lanner back. Uh, he's going to return kicks and punts. He had a punt return touchdown last year. So just that combination where you have a guy that can kick and punt like that that's going to UK, and then you've got several other weapons in the return game. Um, I've got um, I've got Boyle County. Uh, and then I, one team that I, I wanted to, to mention because I almost uh, put them in several categories, including uh, DBs, wide receivers, backfield and special teams was LCA. They've got so many weapons. Xavier Brown kind of lines up all, all all over the place. If you consider him in the backfield, um, then you've got him in uh, the QB, Drew Nevis, which is a great combination. If you put him in the, you know, at the wideouts and you got him and Marty Moore and, and others, and then in the in the DB, you've got Parker Chaney and Marty Moore, and then you could put him in the return game with Andrew Dobbs as a kicker. Um, so um, they're just maybe the most versatile team, but I, I didn't – they didn't land number one in any of these rankings, but since I consider them so much, I, I wanted to throw them out. And then let's go to Twitter, and let's see what people said, because I asked for suggestions, and people gave their suggestions, which I appreciate, and let's see here. Let's just go through them. Jermaine Dunn, Frederick Douglass has the best wide receivers, hands down. I mean, when you got a guy like Key, you know, um, that's kind of hard to argue. I, I went with Corbin just because of the weapons, uh, so many of them. But, you know, Douglas always has guys coming up. So I, would, I wouldn't be surprised to see Douglas having the best wide receivers in the state. Um, Johnson Central, uh, Tony Mullins, our D-line, was hungry for a mention here too. Yeah, the, the D-line for Johnson Central could easily be mentioned along with the likes of Bowling Green and Mail. I decided to highlight their offensive line because of, of Bingham. Um, but, yeah, great defensive line. Harrison, Romario, the Lexington Catholic line, all senior O-line coming up this season. Several college offers for two of my boys already. At Jake Nashty, at Q Duffy 79, at Harrison, Romare. Oh, yeah, I watched uh, Lexington Catholic last year, and that's going to be a nasty offensive line. So definitely one of the top offensive lines in the state. Uh, hey, Roche says uh, the, the teams they mention are – I think they're all on my list, except for Trinity. Trinity, Bowling Green, Mail, Johnson Central, and Corbin. Check them all out. They have all great student athletes in all positions. I would say yes. Trinity and Mail are two of the favorites in 6A. Bowling Green is one of the favorites in 5A. Johnson Central and Corbin are favorites in 4A, along with a couple others. So, yeah, I mean, yes, I agree. Uh, Coach Self says McCracken County D-line is the best in the state preseason all-state. Um 
Bolin, Leandre Bolin, which, yeah, he was on my preseason All-State team, and two returning starters, Cornelius Esley and Colton Hayden in a 1,000-pound clubs, ready to hurt, plus a deep rotation full of disciplined players ready to make a name for themselves. Oh, yeah, McCracken. I mean, the D-line might be the most the deepest position in the state, and so um, I mean, I haven't got to see McCracken. Some some of these, a lot of these other teams I saw when I went to the game of the week last year for KSR and so the playoffs, and I got to see all the top teams almost. But McCracken's kind of far out there west, so yeah, I agree. Uh, again, Johnson Central. Tony Mullen says Johnson Central has three returning D-line starters in thousand pound club since ninth grade. Yeah, they're O-line and D-line. Yeah, he says the O-line returns four starters, which I mentioned that. Uh, Kentucky QB recruiting. Got to check out the Davis County receiving courts. Max D, Zay Tomes, Decker Renfro, Luke Floyd, Seth Foster. Yeah, as I said, they return almost all of their skilled players, and that offense is going to be unbelievable, especially if they can find um, some linemen to step in um, to their place. And I think the three guys that gra- that graduated – and then if they can get a little bit of defense, but they're 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 going to be scoring points. I mean, if they play Owensboro this year, yeah, sign me up for that one. Uh, Dixie Heights, people mentioned Dixie Heights, Colin Smith. Yeah, Dixie Heights has uh, I think that Kel Hawkins was all state team for on my all state team for the high school sports podcast and uh, one of the top interception guys in the state. They got a a team here. A great team. Uh, Chris Labor says Mel. Yeah, pretty much Mel could be in every unit. I mean, I could have put him in the wide receivers with Vinny Anthony. I mentioned him for all the defensive options. Uh, Coach Dennis Labor, do your homework on FC Flyer football position groups. Some noteworthy guys. Yeah, Frank, frankly, County. I, I mean, I, they're so versatile. I mean, they were so young. They, of course, they they lost a uh, Farrier and um, you know the quarterback. And wide and top wide receiver, but other than that, and then Pfeffer, Philip Pfeffer, uh, you know, if he was back, my goodness, I mean, he had like thirteen and a half sacks. But they're just the talent is spread around. Uh, the main guy that I think about is Caden Mormon will be one of the top running backs in the state. There, um, Ashlyn Tomcats have one of the best defensive linemen coming back. Yeah, they do. Um, that's said by Jake. Uh, I, that is uh, one of the top. I think Christensen, I believe, is one of the top players in the state. Um, made some all-state teams last year and probably should have made mine this year, but the Kentucky High School Sports one. But, you know, sometimes I'm, I have oversights and I, I mess up. But 11 tackles for loss, so could have been considered, yeah. But the D-line is just so deep. So Zane Christensen and anyone who watched Ashland last year, my goodness, their O and D-lines were unbelievable. And they returned, they lose some guys, but they returned several key guys. So, um, yeah, thank you for the mention. Uh, Barstool Cor- Corbin says, Corbin has to have the best wide receivers, Patterson, Longmire, Wells, and Mills, all Division One offers. I'm with you. I agree. I've got Corbin. So, great point. Um, and then Tony Mullen says, awesome group of athletes there. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable skill positions there at Corbin. So, that's what I've got. Um I intend to provide more content as we get closer to the season and during the season. Um, follow me on Twitter at T-E-E-R-O-Y-H-O-W-E-L-L-T-Roy-Howell to see my um, the Kentucky High School Sports Podcast All-State preseason team for um, offense and defense. 
and um, go there, check it out. Um, let me know what you think. I I wanted to get it out there before all the others go out there because there's a lot of content in like August that comes out, but I want to get something out there earlier because I, I know me and myself as a fan, I'm always looking in July and there's nothing out there, nothing out there. And then, you know, Harold Leader put something out there, Courage Journal, Cat's Paws, and it kind of says, okay, but with... I try to do some research, see like who's coming back, who's not, because it's just hard this year. Last year being a pandemic year, and then this year not knowing who's coming back. I tried to do some of that research, be proactive, and come up with that team for you guys. Um, so it's not going to be perfect. I haven't seen everybody. I try to go by, you know, I've got other sources, and then, you know, we've got our rankings and all state teams and the rivals rankings and the 247 rankings, and there's places to go and look. But it'll be more clear once all these other lists come out as well. So um, so I'll try to do some videos this year as well So um, on Twitter. So follow me on Twitter, listen to the podcast, and let me know your thoughts. So thank you all.